Next on BYU Sports Nation, one collective objective. Win over the weekend. BYU Athletics one step closer to multiple national championships. First baseman Tanner Chauncey and scrum half Luke Make preview big games for baseball and rugby this weekend. Plus Daniel Sorensen just signed on for another NFL season with the Chiefs. He joins us from Kansas City with the lowdown. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Happy Friday, everyone. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision. Friday. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. April 22nd, wherever and Mm. however you are dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the one and only composer of Purple Haze. Jerem Jordan. I think Wolf Blitzer of CNN said purple haze yesterday instead of purple rain. By the way, really sad news here that yes. Prince died. That was a bummer. Yes, and so you don't you don't mess that up. Yeah, it's not purple haze. <sighs> purple rain. Purple haze. Oh, Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> the whiff. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was a, that was a whiff where he fell down to his knee and. Well, he's always standing up. So yeah. Oh, good call. Good yeah. call. I but... want to do the show standing up one day. By the way, you do. Yeah. I like sitting Just to mix down. it up. No, Maybe I, I'm lazy. Well, I don't know. I sit, I sit down all day. I want to stand L- up. Listen, this is show number 700, Jerem. Yeah, 700. Do you want to stand the, for 700 shows? The, uh, yeah, I'll stand. Well, I'm plugged in. The, the over-under on this show is 383. So we have, we have exceeded expectations. <laughs> how'd, how'd you come up with 383? I set that line at the very beginning. <laughs> 383. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been a fun run, and uh, it's it's going to continue. And it's it's great to have BYU Sports Nation. It's fun to talk to people. We talked to people yesterday that said, "Man, it was cool when you guys moved to TV." And we said, "You listened to the show when it was radio only." Wow, elite fans! Very, right very there. impressed by that. Elite fans. So thank you to everybody that participates with us. This is this is us with you. Seven hundred shows. Yeah. So yeah, an and, early and the- rising shout to all of you. And it takes an army to do this too. We have a control room full of people, master control. I mean, it, it takes a lot of people to do the show, 20 or 30, so thank you to everybody. I wish you could all see just how many people oh. are involved. 7.30 in the morning, you know, local time. So g- good job by everybody. And, th- and it's fun. It's noon Eastern. It's 9 a.m. Pacific, you know, so there are people that drive into work in California. It's fun to talk to people. But on the East Coast, it's lunch. Rebroadcast, Rebroadcast now. now. It's grown a lot. It's fun. It's fun. We're all having fun. That's the point of this. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Speaking of fun, the number one ranked BYU men's volleyball team survived last night with a five-set win over number six ranked Santa Barbara in the MPSF semifinals. Ben Patch had 32 kills mm. in that match. It's now on to the championship for the Cougars tomorrow. Jerem Jordan and Steve Vale will be on the call with Lauren Frankham when the Cougars host UCLA for the MPSF title. Tomorrow night, man. Bring BYU it. TV, Bring BYU it. Radio, 9 Eastern. But first, tonight, 8 Eastern time, the Batcats back in action. They host Big East leading Creighton, 25-7. and seven. They're a good team. The Blue Jays are good. Tonight, 8 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Tanner Chauncey, first baseman, joins BYU Sports Nation in 15 minutes. Hashtag Mustache Mafia. Now, I do not know if he has a mustache still or not. We will find out. Also part of this viewing weekend of BYU Athletics, softball hosting conference leading St. Mary's tonight at Gale Miller Field. A doubleheader. There will be a single game tomorrow on BYU TV, Saturday softball as well. And that changed because they uh, want to avoid some bad weather uh, f- you know, Saturday, which 
Baseball hasn't changed. They're like, whatever, we'll just play. We're not. <laughs> it's not in conference. It's okay. <laughs> BYU Rugby hosts the Varsity Cup semifinals tomorrow against Arkansas State. Three Eastern Time scrum half Luke Make from BYU Rugby joins us later in the show. The Red Wolves of Arkansas State. BYU beat the Red Wolves by 7 in 2012 for the national championship. That year, Cal decided they were not going to play 15s. So it wasn't BYU-Cal, it was Arkansas State. One of four consecutive national championships for BYU rugby. Oh, now it's time to rise and shout. Time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The letter of the day is W. Chang to Durkin. Sander blocks it out. That's right, Jerem. W for watch, W for winning, and W for weekend. Wonder Woman. Boy. Oh, my bad. My bad. Jerem Jordan and Steve Vale on the call last night. Five-set thriller between BYU Volleyball and Santa Barbara. Man, if you have plans this weekend and they don't involve BYU athletics to some degree. Shame on you. Shame on your cow. Yes. One, where are your priorities? Someone's like, oh, I have a wedding. Like, that's really No. Important. No, take your graduation. phone. That's take really your phone. Important. There is a million ways to watch this while you are participating in anything else. Or listen. <laughs> or listen, yes. So secondly, modify those plans to involve BYU to some degree. Men's volleyball, as we just referenced, on to the MPSF Finals. Number one team in America. They will host number three, UCLA. The Cougars are the projected number one seed in the approaching NCAA tournament. For now. For now. Not to mention rugby Semifinals, as we mentioned, baseball, a huge non-conference series that could have at-large implications if BYU doesn't win the tournament, uh, WCC tournament. So it's a huge weekend for BYU sports. Yeah, a ton happening and all relevant ranked teams involved in the mix. So with all that in mind, look, we know football is king. It will be for however long we're probably alive. <laughs> if we get to 1,400 shows, football will still be king. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. Courts is king on the show, Yeah, basketball, too. not far behind that. But the relevance of these other sports and the pursuit of national championships are pushing to the forefront right now. So with that in mind, we roll out today's Twitter question. Other than football and men's basketball, which BYU team do you want to win a national championship in the next calendar year and why? Y por qué? Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet at Accounderson. BYU women's soccer would be an amazing accomplishment, and they have a lot of experience coming back. I do want to point out that the name of this Twitter account, too, is hashtag BYU Rugby. <laughs> so I, I think there's a little bit of a conflict there. Use hashtag BYUSN way in. My answer to this brings us to the stat of the day. Ooh. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The last scholarship sport to win a national championship was... Men's volleyball in 2004. Obviously, I have an affinity for my homies on the men's volleyball team. But to me, this is a team that is always, always really good, right? BYU is ranked number one at some point most seasons. And the fact that they haven't won the national title since 2004 is ridiculous because this program's really good. In fact, they have the highest winning percentage in their conference the last 5, 10, and 15 years. But no championships really to show for it because it's been 12 since their last one. So, so I say men's volleyball. And they're poised. They're on the brink. They're right there to being uh, going to Penn State, not next week, but the week after that, playing in a national semifinal because I believe they'll be one of the top two seeds regardless of what happens Saturday. And they'll have to win two matches, Spencer, 
to win the national title. 13 and 14, they came close. 13, they lost the national title match. 14, they lost in the national semifinal. It's time. As, what is his name, Rafiki said in Lion King, it is time. I can't believe it's been 12 years. You know, I'm like, 2004, just because BYU, you associate BYU volleyball with success and national championships. Yeah. I was in Brazil on my two-year LDS mission trip. 12 years. I remember reading that in the church news, being like, oh, sweet. They've won three, and they came in a five-year span, 99, 2001, and 2004. That would be a six-year span. Sorry, six-year span if you include 99, yes. Uh, five for those that can't do math like me. <laughs> I anyway. Can't do, I can't do math. I just know that one. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since even BYU Volleyball, with all that championship prestige, has won. Good song by Stained, by the way. But because they have won three... There are some other teams that I would like to see win a first Share the wealth. national championship, and that is led by BYU baseball. I'm mm. hopping on the hype train right now because they are playing so well right now. 27-7. and seven. They haven't been to a regional in, since 2002. That's crazy. Haven't even made the NCAA tournament in 12 years. Or, sorry, 14, 14 years. 14 years. Yeah, I can't do There's that math expertise <laughs> right there. We were told there was no math here. In fact, I didn't take a math class uh, after my junior year of high school. Fact. How did you graduate? Did I graduate? <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations to all the graduates yes. at BYU today. Yes, and congrats to the, the traffic cops that have to deal with it today <laughs> on campus. I'm going to BYU baseball because the national exposure involved in this tournament, because sports are slowing down. ESPN promotes the heck out they of this. Cover they do this. the Little League World Series and the Spelling Bee, yes, too. Yes, like, they cover this super yeah. heavy because of when it happens in early June. Yeah. So if BYU was able to get to even a super regional. I, listen, I'll take a regional. There would like, be tons of coverage. I just like the idea of a lot of people being able to watch and hear about BYU baseball. And if you can get to the super regionals or even the regionals, they're all on ESPN. This team's capable of anything. They really are. They're fantastic. Can they stay healthy at pitcher? Maverick Buffo, the number two, is injured. He's not playing this weekend. It's a non-conference series. You want it for RPI, but you really need to compete and, and be great in the West Coast Conference. I think that BYU is in an at-large position right now, and we've seen that through bracketology of D1Baseball.com. Projected three seed right yes. now. You get into a regional, it's a four-team tournament, double elimination to get into a super regional, then it's a best of three against another opponent, then it's College World Series. There are eight teams in the College World Series. It's not like just Team 1 and Team 2. So, yeah, I feel you. I think that women's volleyball is not far away, though. They were one game away two years ago. They were one game away. Women's soccer consistently goes to the NCAA tournament. They could make a run. We're just a couple seasons away from an Elite Eight run and an incredible match against North Carolina at Southfield where BYU was almost in its first Final Four ever. If so, Scott Sterling had played in that if match, Scott BYU Sterling had would have played, won. BYU, that's a fact. Against <laughs> North Carolina. If Scott Sterling plays for the men's volleyball team, they will win the national <laughs> championship as well. There, there are lots of sports on campus, too. That, like, women's golf just won the West Coast Conference championship. They're number 38. I don't think they're a threat for the national title, but it would, would be fun for the golf team to compete at that level because in 81, the men's team won the national title here. It can be done. It's again, been a long time. Again, football is king. They got their title in 1984. Basketball, still searching for that first Final Four in program history. Yeah, Final Four, if you can get to the Final Four, that's amazing. Like, like I'm not worried about a national title. I would like to get to the Final Four at some point with BYU. The purpose of today's topic is to bring to light the fact that BYU overall have a number of programs that are relevant right now, not named football and basketball, 
that are competing for national championships. This might be the year BYU wins multiple national championships. I'll take one, but I'll take more. They have a great shot to Co- win Costco, two. Costco principle. If one, if one is good, two plus is more. Yes, two Like is I go better. to buy a TV, I'm like, can I have a three-pack from Costco of TVs? I'll take it because rugby, men's volleyball are on the cusp. Rugby has won four in a row. I expect them to win another one. Do I expect the men's volleyball to win the national title? I'm not sure. I want them to finish, seal the deal. I want them to do it. They're the best team in the they country. They expect to win the national championship. They do, yes. I want them to do it. I think that this coaching staff has BYU in a great spot. And I'm excited for tomorrow's match between BYU and UCLA. Auto bid. If BYU wins that tomorrow, they are the number one overall seed. They get a, a buy out of that first round in the NCAA tournament to the semis. You have to win two matches. Let's appreciate greatness for just a moment. Let's step back. I think sometimes we become desensitized or callous to the fact that BYU, oh, yeah, they're just good at volleyball. They're good at rugby. All they do is win national championships. I try and do this all the time because you could – I say this a lot, and I like to make fun of other schools. You could be New Mexico. You just stink at a lot of stuff, okay? You could be – name your school, Tulsa. You could – I don't know who else I want to make fun of right now. But BYU is the best non-Power 5 school in the country. And then you uh, in the sports where there are Power 5s competing, it's UCLA, it's USC, it's Stanford, it's Penn State, it's Ohio State in men's volleyball. BYU is the best team at that. That is fun. Number and one. And it's April 22nd, too. Men's basketball is not going. Spring practice is over. It's fun to have these other sports to have the whole year worth of awesome uh, athletics at BYU. So enjoy it. Yeah, I know baseball's new and fun and exciting, and the reason people are hopping on is because it's been a very long time. Since they've had a relevant, yes. exciting team. Relevant, which, which is ranked, great. RPI hunting this weekend against Creighton. So yeah, I, I feel like, well, that's the easy pick. But I would like to see BYU baseball win a national championship for the national exposure that would be involved on that run. Yeah, men's volleyball and rugby have kind of had their day. Although I want men's volleyball back in the, you know, on top of the podium kind of deal. They've been right there, but not yeah. there. Yes, um, and really recently. But yeah, I feel you with baseball. It would be awesome if baseball could make a run in the NCAA tournament. I think with this team, we're not like, hey, get to the NCAA tournament anymore. It's the expectations have changed. Get there and do something. Absolutely. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUS and join BYU Sports Nation. Other than football and basketball, the two monsters, which BYU team do you want to win a national title in the next calendar year and why? At Family Budge says, would love for BYU rugby to keep winning. I want BYU women's volleyball and BYU women's soccer to finally go all the way. That would be great. They've got great talent coming back, too. They've been close. Up next, Luke Mache of the top-ranked rugby team and Chief Safety Daniel Sorensen. But first, Tanner Chauncey from Baseball's Mustache Mop. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Get involved. And use the hashtag BYUSN, like you mentioned, uh, weigh in on our Twitter question. Big matchup tonight for BYU Baseball. 24th-ranked Cougars taking on Creighton. In one poll, Creighton is ranked 30th. Um, 25 and 7. Top team out of the Big East tonight. Uh, 32nd in the RPI. Big RPI weekend for BYU. First of a three-game series tonight, 8 Eastern time. Spencer, Gary, and Yason on the call. Yason Shepard. Yason born identity. <laughs> Have you seen that new trailer, by the way? Yeah. Holy cow. We watched it together yesterday. Oh, that's right. We did watch it together. So was it, it a question for the, 
for everyone watching? Yeah, yes. It was a question for because everybody listening new, and watching. If there's a new trailer, we watch it in our pre-production that is true. meeting. That is, a movie that that is part in. of yeah. the, daily, the daily regime. Yeah. You can't just work all day. Our Twitter question today, other than BYU football and BYU men's basketball, which Cougar team do you want to win a national championship in the next calendar year and why? I say BYU baseball. I like the thought of national exposure, ESPN, Super Regionals, all that stuff. Jerem wants to end the 12-year drought in I volleyball. Think, I think I changed my uh, response to baseball. I feel some pressure to do that. <laughs> and why would that be, Jerem? Uh, just of my own volition. The presence of a BYU baseball mustache mafia member, perhaps? Oh, Tanner Chauncey's here. Crazy. That is correct. <laughs> the starting first baseman. I think he's played every position ever at BYU. <laughs> Tanner Chauncey he with us in Studio B. three as pitcher just to complete the <laughs> no way. Ten, no way. position. Welcome to Studio B, man. Thanks for having me, guys. We were wondering about the mustaches because we heard that a lot of the guys kept them even though you lost the series. And so you walked in and we, we applauded the right. fact that you held yeah. on to the mustache. What, what went into you deciding to keep yours? Um, you know, we had, we had said at the beginning of the season that we were going to keep them until we lost the series. Um, but I don't think any of, any of us would have imagined that we would have kept them for this long. Um, and so kind of in my mind and in some of the, the minds of the other guys too is, you know, we're 27-7. and seven. You know, we've done – we've won all these games with the mustaches. You know, so kind of why, why shave them now, you know? So that's kind of my thought. You know, we've been playing so well with them. So, you know, until we get to the point where we're, you know, losing every single game or something like that, you know, mine's going to stay. So It's been wild that it took you this long to lose a series. I mean, that is crazy. Um, so how did – since you guys hadn't, how did the team respond to that? And, and what can we expect this weekend with a, a big series against Creighton? Well, we, we knew going into the St. Mary's series that, that they were a good team. Um, that we were we were going to have to play well to beat those guys at least two out of three and and we just didn't play you know as well as as we could have so you know when we when we lost the series um, yeah it was tough you know but at the same time we did you know win one out of three games and we're still tied for first place in the in the conference so you know it's not that big of a hit to us you know yeah we're you know we were disappointed with with the outcome of the series um, but I think just going forward if we can just continue to play like we have been you know this whole season that that will be will be in good shape because this is not a conference series but has some ramifications in the RPI and seeding for the postseason and Mike Littlewood talked about that with us uh, in Studio B earlier this week what does this series against the Creighton Blue Jays out of the Big East mean to you and the team it means a lot like you said I mean we're treating it kind of like a like a conference series Um, so they're going to be a good team um, they're definitely in the run for the for the postseason. Um, at least making a regional, they might they could even host one. They're the top team out of the Big East, like you said. So they're going to be a good team. I mean, we expect them to to put up a good fight. Um, they're going to pitch it very well. They're going to play defense. They're going to be scrappy on offense, and they're just going to make us make the plays in the field and and put pressure on us all over. I mean, one through nine through their lineup. So. We're definitely going to have to play well to beat these guys, but we feel like we're a better team, um, you know, than they are, and we have we have more talent. So if we play to the, you know, up to our talent, that that we should be just fine for this series. I'm afraid they're ticked about the NIT. I I really am. I I think that they're on a revenge <laughs> oh tour, goodness. coming in. Here. No, um, <laughs> I I look at Creighton and I think, is this the best team that you've played? Because they're 32 in the RPI, 30, 25 and seven, number one team in the Big East. It might be right. Could be, yeah, for sure. Who They're else is in the mix? Today? I would say St. Mary's is definitely up there. Arizona, I mean, we only played them one game. Um, 
they're a very good team also. So yeah, definitely Creighton will be one of the top two or three teams mm-hmm. that we've played all year. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a fun test for us this weekend. How's your hamstring feeling? I know that that was a it was, it was a little bit of a, a pull there or yeah. um, and some soreness. So how how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling all right. My body's doing all right. It's actually my hamstring's feeling great. It's my quad oh, it's that's been quad. giving me problems. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that happened kind of from the hamstring injury. I was kind of overcompensating for that, and I ended up hurting my quad when was it, a few weeks ago. And Tanner, what were you thinking? I'm not sure, man. But yeah, so so I'm battling a, a couple injuries here, but um, I'll be good to go this week. You feel like an old man? Oh yeah, I felt like an old man ever since I got back from my mission. It's crazy. <laughs> Came back and I just started getting hurt all the time. But wait, but I thought that you are so mature, and it's an advantage yeah, after your mission. Hashtag quad. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow is a double header. I thought it was funny that the softball team changed their schedule to avoid weather, but you guys haven't. Yeah. So you guys just. Hey, it's gonna. I think it's seventy percent chance of rain yeah, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, we'll probably be playing in some rain tomorrow. Um, but hopefully, we can get all three games in because, like, like we were talking about, this is a big series for us, especially in the RPI and and making the postseason. So it'd be great for us to get all the three games in. How do you stay, uh, you know, involved and engaged in a double header where okay, this might be six hours of a ball today, you know. It's and, tough, and, I, and I'm an old man, and my quad hurts. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, I mean, yeah, six hours of, of baseball straight can can be mentally draining and physically as well. You know, I feel bad for for guys like Bronson Larson, for example, the catcher. Oh. You know, he's got to catch, he's got to squat down for six hours straight. Whereas me, probably this weekend, I'll just be DHing. Um, so, I mean, it's not going to be as tough for me. But for guys that are you know playing the field all six hours, it's definitely tough. You know, they're going to wake up Sunday morning sore for sure. I can't imagine calling that for six hours. <laughs> oh. oh, hey, Spencer, what's up, man? Yeah, what up? <laughs> hey, I love it, man. I love it. I just yeah. don't think – I don't know if they love me as much as I love them, but it's all good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it, you're doing Friday nights. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. So, with you playing uh, in the DH spot, that means Colton Shaver most likely going to get the start at first base? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's been for for practice so far. So, yeah, we'll have some guys that'll that'll get some some more opportunities to to play in the field, and and uh, you know they're going to step up like they have been all year. So, let's talk about the positioning. I feel like seriously, I joked that you've played every position at BYU, um, and you've been all around the infield, shortstop, second base, now first base. What has that been like for you? as you've progressed from one position to the next, kind of like, hey, you're really good at all these places and we need you here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's been different going from position to position. Um, freshman year I played shortstop, came back from my mission last year, hurt my arm, moved over to second base. Um, and then this year we had Brendan Anderson coming back from a mission, so he plays second. I move over to first while I'm still trying to you know, get my arm back to where it was. Um, but, yeah, it's been a change you know, because I played shortstop my whole life. Um, but now at this point, I feel like I can play any position in the infield and, and be comfortable there. Um, so I mean, it kind of adds, um, another aspect to, to our defensive positioning. You know, I can, I can play wherever coach needs me to. And and so I think that definitely helps, you know, with getting, getting other guys into the lineup as well. Have you risen in the BYU sports Tanner power rankings at all? Because I think we last time we talked to you, we yeah. had Mangum one, Chauncey two, yeah, or some or tied for first. I can't remember what we had. Yeah, at least tied for first. Yeah, right? tied for first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't Spring know. Spring football's it's, over, man. Baseball's in. That's right. Yeah. Does that that's help? Right. I think only, so. It should, right? It's only one Tanner plan right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask you the Twitter question, and I think I have a good idea of how you will answer this. But which <laughs> team, not football or basketball, 
at BYU do you want to win a national championship in the next calendar year and why? Hmm, that's a tough one, you know. No, baseball for sure, right? <laughs> baseball. Um, but honestly, if I could say all of them, then I'd say all of them. I'm a huge BYU sports fan, always have been, like my whole life growing up. So um, I root for BYU sports all across the board. Um, but I think, you know, that we definitely have a good shot um, to at least get to, to the College World Series and then make a run for, for a national championship. Did you say to at least the College World Series? Yeah. That is very confident. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we have the pieces and and the personnel to get there. I so. I love the confidence and and you make the jump from, and we've been talking about it. Okay, this this team hasn't made a regional since '02. It is it, this team's going to make a regional. Yes. So you're you're aiming beyond that. You feel like mm-hmm. the sky's the limit. Yeah, absolutely. And and when you get into the to the postseason, if you make a regional, really anything can happen. You know, because all the teams are are pretty evenly matched at that point. It's just who's playing the best and, and who's able to, to squeak out enough runs to win close ball games. And, and I think we have the guys that can do that. Pepperdine gives you a little bit of hope. That's a team that, uh, you know, two years ago went to a Super Regional, right. and they weren't crazy good in WCC play. Get so, hot at the right time. Exactly. Keep that consistency up. Tanner Chauncey of BYU Baseball with us. Let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma. Right, yeah, I'll take it. For your designated yeah. hitter position tonight. <laughs> also for your wife handling that mustache, right? <laughs> Yeah, she she's she's doing well with it though. I mean, she she understands. So it's it's, on the wife. She understands it's for a good cause. So yeah. and you still have to take a final. We were talking That's during right. the break today, yeah. right? Yeah, just in probably half an hour, an hour or so. This is baseball live. You got to travel. Sometimes it doesn't work out with your schedule. You have, you're like probably one of a few hundred people, maybe still taking a final at BYU. Yeah, probably less than that. Wow. I wish I was done, but. Man, <laughs> some karma for that as yes, well. Yes, thank my you. I need that. For We'd sure. also like you to sign our uh, BYU Sports Nation stretch wide right. flag. We've had you on the phone. This yeah. is in studio. Let's get it done, Tanner. All right. Up the having... Tanner rankings, he goes. We like Tanners in studio. That we do. Up next, top ranked rugby scrum half Luke Mackey. But first, Daniel Sorensen of the Kansas City Chiefs. He just signed on for a third year. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow, number one BYU versus number three UCLA for the MPSF Tournament Championship, 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Number one ranked BYU men's volleyball survived last night in five sets. Hanging on against Santa Barbara, Jerem Jordan was on that call. He will be on the call with Steve Bell and Lauren Frankham, as he just mentioned, on Saturday night against the Bruins of UCLA. Tonight, 8 Eastern time, big game between BYU and Creighton in baseball. The 24th-ranked Batcats try and take it to the Blue Jays, who are still ticked about the... I can't remember the NIT. Is that what yeah, you call the non-NCAA tournament? Clearly, they're super upset BYU about the tournament. BYU TV you can't and BYU Radio, 8 Eastern time tonight. <laughs> they, they are ticked. <laughs> Have you seen an angry Blue Jay? Neither have I, man. I'm scared. Some basketball, well... This just happened about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we can call it breaking news, but in a way it is. Stephen Bayo... Spraining news. Yes, has announced, and he's, he put this out on Twitter last night, it has now been confirmed by BYU Athletics that he will be a scholarship player at BYU, signed his national letter of intent. Hashtag blessed. Yep, he went there. So, so, so the... The Jake Toulson scholarship spot now goes to Stephen Bayo, who averaged 26.7 points per game last year. Average. Six boards and four, uh, four assists. He was going to be a walk-on on this team, but now he's a scholarship guy. 6'3", Richland, Washington, all-state guy. 
so BYU adds him. He's he's got a scholarship, Jake's scholarship for at least the next two years. I wonder down the line. But Stephen Bayo is a scholarship guard on next year's team. He yes. becomes the fifth scholarship guard for BYU. And with that in mind, Dave Rose said he's a great competitor and score and will give us depth at the guard that line. That was the concern we were talking about with the transfer from Jake Tools. So that congratulations, Stephen Bale of Washington. So now you have Jordan Chapman and Stephen Bale from Washington. BYU Rugby hosting the Varsity Cup semifinals tomorrow against Arkansas State at 3 Eastern Scrum Half. Luke Mackey from BYU Rugby will join us in just a bit. But not before we welcome back one of our good friends and a multiple recipient of the BYU Sports Nation karma, Daniel Sorensen of the Kansas City Chiefs, former BYU football standout. Daniel, good to have you back on the show, man. What's going on, guys? Last, time I, last time I talked to you in person... You were wearing a baby carrier. We were at Costco. So, I mean, we're, like, we're talking father of the year type stuff. So is that, a, <laughs> is that a Provo thing, or do you take that to Kansas City, too? Uh, well, you have to ask my wife on that. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's more of a Provo thing, and, and not that I shirked my duties in Kansas, but um, for obvious reasons, there's... Uh, not as much uh, free time as I'm, you know, busy with football and things, and so uh, she shoulders most of the load in Kansas. Um, but yeah, so when when it's my off season, you know, I'm full time duty with 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 babysitting and taking care of my little boy, and uh, that's that's Whitney's season. She calls it when she gets out, gets to go out and do the things <laughs> that she loves to do. So little switch of roles there. I get a chance to be a little. Uh, Stay at home, Dad. Daniel, uh, it was no surprise that you re-signed with the Chiefs per se. But what did it mean to you to get a third year with Kansas City? Oh, it was, it was huge, and uh, I'm glad they were able to to re-sign me and be back and um, and to be a part of something special. We had uh, an amazing season last year, going uh, one and starting out one and five and, and winning eleven straight and uh, winning our first playoff game, and you know. Um, a long time, and uh, so we did something special last year, and it just it just means a lot that they brought me back, and uh, we'll have an opportunity to do something um, like that again this year. With the NFL draft approaching, and you went through this just uh, a few years ago, unrestricted, well, excuse me, undrafted free agent, you made your way onto a fifty-three man roster. What has that experience been like for you? battling year in and year out to stay on that 53 yeah it's not easy and um and uh what i would what i would say is the nfl is a lot of uh a lot has to do with windows of opportunity and some windows are bigger and some are smaller being an undrafted uh free agent is a pretty small window and so your opportunity is short um you got to make the most of it and uh you know one one thing that I I feel like I was able to do is to to try and find and create value uh, for the team, and you know that's done in, in, in a number of ways. I was able to do it um, a lot through special teams, is is because they they don't pick up free agents just to develop them and have them sit on the bench. Um, they pick you up as a free agent. They need you to be playing right away. So um, yeah, you just got to find value and. Um, be able to contribute right away. Have you been able to play on uh, you know punt coverage as we've we talked about with you? You said, "Man, I don't know why they don't down it more." This seems kind of easy. That was one of your strengths. Have you had that chance a little bit in the NFL? 
Uh, no, that's uh, come on. That's I know, right? <laughs> um, that's uh, strictly for the the gunner position, the outside, and that, that's what I was played at BYU. Um, but uh, they've they've moved me in different positions on the punt punt team, and um, when you're inside, you're you're more responsible for blocking and, and those type of things. But I do miss I do miss being on the outside and making some of those plays. I'll text Andy. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll figure this out. <laughs> we were just looking at some of your BYU highlights, Daniel, and I've said a number of times on this program that that 2012 defense was very special. I mean, with you, Kyle Van Noy, Ziggy Ansah, Spencer Hadley played in the league. Alani Fua. Alani Fua. Bronson Kafusi. And now Bronson Kafusi's going to be drafted. Did you, that, did you at that time know how special and how talented that defense really was? Um, no, I, I guess, uh, looking back at the time, I mean, you, you realize, uh, that you got something special there, uh, but I guess it's not really, um, validated, I guess, until you, until you look at it now and you see some of these guys go on and have such, you know, awesome careers and things like that, but we knew we were good and, uh, we played really well and, uh, we knew that and we, we felt that we were, you know, best in the nation and we we almost i mean we were top three and so um but you know the nfl is kind of a different evaluator i guess um of things of you know more of a individual aspect of it um but as a team i yeah i I knew we were really good what advice would you give to bronson kafusi as he approaches uh you know the nfl draft is next thursday and and what's about to uh, happen for bronson yeah, so I, I've had a chance to talk to Bronson um, after a basketball game and, and, and just told him uh, a few things. One, like I said earlier, is all about, you know, um, creating value um, and and being valuable to a team and being able to contribute right away. And I, I, I see Bronson as, as being able to do that in a lot of different phases. You know, um, special teams is a big deal in the NFL, and, you know, I mean, I'm going to say that because that's kind of been my calling card, and I'm going to talk that up. But um, it really is, and, and if he can come in and, and contribute there um, as a rookie, and um, then then that's great, and they'll love that. Um, and the the other thing I, I guess I would say is uh, the rookie season is a grind. It is tough, and it, and uh, it only it gets better if you can survive your rookie season and, and make it through the years following. It just keeps getting better year after year. You, you feel more comfortable and uh, more confident with yourself and your abilities. And so if he can just make it through that long rookie season, then, then he'll be great. Daniel Sorensen now in year three with the Kansas City Chiefs in the NFL on BYU Sports Nation. When you look at uh, what you're doing right now, off-season training camp, what is your daily schedule like? Yeah, so um, this is actually a really good time um, both for football and for um, – being with my family because uh, the, the off season, the OTAs, it goes about two months, it's about eight weeks, and it goes in phases. So these first early phases uh, were Monday through Thursday. Um, we're out by one thirty in the afternoon, and so it gives us more time to to be home and 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 to have some weekends to go out and explore Kansas City and things like that. But also get in some good some good work in the classroom and in the weight room. Um, to get you know in football shape and stuff so uh yeah so as as the weeks will progress um 
the different phases, uh, we add more meetings and more practices and things like that up until the last, you know, week where it's, uh, it's almost like a, a mini training camp. It's called a mandatory mini camp. And, and that's three or four days of, of, of what camp will be like. And so it's kind of a build up, but it's a slow process and it's great to, to have some, some time to be with the family. Daniel, BYU's producing uh, you know, a draft pick, one draft pick about every other year the last several years, yet there are many free agents that are being able to get onto NFL teams. So I want to ask you this. What emphasis was developing players to play at the next level? Um, what role did that play in BYU football when you were at BYU? Yeah, so I, I think I can only speak for myself and what, what, you know, what I took from it. Um, you know, I'm going to keep saying it, but... Their emphasis on special teams really paid off uh, in my case, and I was able to come into the NFL with um, with a lot of experience uh, because they did emphasize special teams. And uh, a couple other things I would I would say from my perspective is uh, Bronco and, and and the coaches there uh, did a really good job of uh, of coaching and developing grit and hard work in their players and. Uh, that's what it takes to be a free agent in the NFL, and so maybe that that, that can explain why you know a lot of BYU guys um, have a good chance of, of making it as as free agents because they know how to work hard and they're gritty players and they get things done and um, because that's kind of that's kind of the life you have to live. And the other thing, as far as the defense uh, that I can speak from, is, is they did a good job of creating uh, a culture there an attitude um, of how to play and to play physical and aggressive and, 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 and that's been able to help me in my transition to the NFL. Follow Matt Daniel Sorensen 49 on Twitter. I know you're super heavy on Twitter, right, Danny? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all. We want some more tweets. <laughs> One of your first tweets uh, was from a hotel yeah, at a beach, it. right? To us? Yeah, I- I stay pretty quiet, silent, <laughs> silent assassin. That's fine. You do what you want to do on Twitter. But I do want to get your thoughts right now on what you think about the new BYU football coaching staff and what are your expectations for the Cougars in 2016 with this new staff in town? Yeah, I've had a chance to, to meet a few of them um, being back in the off season, and they're, they're all great coaches, and I think they've got uh, an awesome opportunity and great potential. They've got... Uh, some some key players that 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 were able to will be able to do some some good things for Who's them. Who's yelling uh, at the you? Quarterbacks just <laughs> that's the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just woke up from his nap. <laughs> we uh, say that about Brian Logan. Uh, <laughs> they they have uh, they've got a tough schedule and uh, and a great challenge, but that that's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, that's what you want. That's what BYU's out there uh, searching for is is competition and to match up with the best in the country and. And I think I think they'll be able to do that with with the players that they have, and um, so yeah, I think I think they've got great potential. I think they'll do great things this year. Daniel, it's great to talk to you as always. Father we, Father of the Year we, candidate. We got to bounce. Little guy wakes up. We, we're out. <laughs> we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, we Those wish duties you, are kicking in. <laughs> oh man, we, and we wish you the best of luck with that. So some BYU Sports Nation karma as a relatively new father, and uh, for off season training activities with the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I'll take the karma. You got it, brother. Daniel Sorensen on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future.
Always good to see friends at Costco. That's really where I want to see my friends. No, which he, is where I'm going if there's a zombie apocalypse. He is the most unassuming National oh, Football League player you will ever meet. Oh, he's great. He's I amazing. Love I love it. And you made a great point about that 2012 defense. Holy there, cow. There were like six or seven guys in the league. Wani Unga on there, too. Forgot that one. How many will be in the league that start the first game for BYU this year? Countdown to the Wildcats. 134. Never gets old coming up with those super original transitions to the <laughs> countdown. <laughs> but what? September 3rd. Sports, football, 134 kickoff. days away from BYU football <laughs> against Arizona. Up next. Texas kickoff. BYU Rugby on topic. Luke Make in the house previewing the semifinals of the Varsity Cup. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live on a Friday from Studio B. If you miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation Live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's a fun, busy weekend for us here at BYU TV, BYU Radio. So, uh, baseball tonight, 8 Eastern. Tomorrow, 2 Eastern time, St. Mary's versus BYU. This was a doubleheader, but they're going to play a doubleheader today. So our game tomorrow, one off, uh, 2 Eastern time. Then at 9 Eastern time, men's volleyball versus UCLA. So tonight, 8, tomorrow, 2, tomorrow, 9 as well. And let's not forget about BYU Rugby also in action in Provo in the semifinals of the Varsity Cup. That takes us to our Twitter question. We want you to tell us, other than football and basketball, which BYU team do you want to win a national championship in the next calendar year and why? Besides Cougarettes, right? That's all they do. They they won 38-200 national championships. Yeah, we're talking about becoming desensitized to excellence. The Cougarettes are leading the the campaign in that trail. Of course, rugby has won four in a row, so people always expect them to win the national championship. They've created this unbelievable expectation. Four in a row, and that brings us to our next in-studio guest, Luke Make of BYU Rugby. Luke, welcome back to Studio B, man. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? You're out-dressing us, though. Let's talk about this. What is this about? Why? Why do you do this every time you come on the show? Just because you're graduating. Don't judge me. I'm graduating today, so uh, (laughs) pretty stoked. We're going to get a little bit more dressed up with the cap and gown lid on today, but uh, but yeah, that's that's the, that's the, the gob. So are you are you playing next year? Or are you done? I'm done. You're done. Okay, yeah, this, is, this is literally my last year. So it's a, it's a it's a sad couple of weeks for me. So, but yeah, this will be my last year. How are you managing the emotions of that all, knowing that man, I'm graduating and rugby's coming to an end? Like, what's that like? Honestly, it's surreal. I uh, I it's hard to take it all in. Uh, we had senior nights with Utah a couple of weeks ago. And uh, and it's just been it's just been a whirlwind since then, and so I'm just I'm just trying to take it all in and uh, and and just ride it to the end. Hopefully, it's a, it's a good one right to the end there. So when's your convocation today, or did you already have it? Uh, it's at five actually. Okay. So we've had I mean a couple major breakfasts and you know all of that that jazz, but uh, but yeah, so. We, it's, it'll be at five today. Marketing is that what you did? That's the one. Yeah, and you're are you, you're the president, right, of BYU Marketing Association? Yeah, is that right? Yeah. So trying but to get involved. Calm down. You're Luke. always trying to <laughs> calm <probably>. down. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's been a fun it's been a fun deal. But uh, but yeah, so that's the that's the role there. You've got your family here with you. Uh, they're in Studio B uh, from South Africa. From South Africa. Wow. What was the first thing you wanted to do with them in Utah when they arrived? 
Oh, so I, I've just been uh, trying to acclimatize them to, to all of the different American foods and all of that kind of thing. Go to Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> Mexican food is the best thing that America's ever brought to the world. And so we, we took them to uh, Cafe Rio. Okay. And uh, they are addicted right now. So they, they're living up in, uh, in uh, Rexburg. And so uh, as soon as they got to Rexburg, the first thing that they did was uh, scope out the first cafe Rio that they could find and go and get a meal. <laughs> Luke Mocke of BYU Rugby with us. You have a game tomorrow against Arkansas State. Going back to 2012, you played the Red Wolves. Uh, BYU did in the national championship, 149-42. What do you know about this team this year that they bring to Provo? It's uh, it's crazy. They're they're an incredible team, Arkansas, and uh, from what I understand, they have a ton of South Africans also on the team. So playing against some uh, fellow countrymen over there, but uh, they they they're a great team. I wasn't playing in the game uh, in the national championship, but uh, but that that game was a one score difference, and so we're expecting it uh, to be a really close game. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna put it all out there and uh, and do our best. Yeah, they scored late. It wasn't as close as it seemed. I was there. Don't worry about it, man. Seventy uh, percent chance of rain tomorrow at uh, kickoff. Oh shoot! Uh, do you like? You didn't know that. Do you, do you like playing in the rain? Because that's probably what it's going to be. You know, it's fun. It, it, it's fun playing in the rain. It's hard for my position because I'm passing so much. So uh, if uh, I look embarrassed on the field, it's probably because I'm dropping the ball all the time. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, but for playing in the rain, you get to slip and slide all over the place. It's the best. Four consecutive national championships for BYU, yet every team has its own unique identity. How is this team different from the other teams that you have played on? A couple of different things that I, I've loved this team. They've been awesome. Um, I, I think this has been the fittest team that I've uh, I've played on in my time at, at BYU. So as far as play goes, fittest. Also, um, our play is a little bit more expansive. We, we're popping the ball a little bit more. We're offloading in the tackles, and so and so that's uh, a little bit different from years uh, prior. But uh, on a, on a fun note, this uh, this is the singing team. Uh, we've we've got some crazy singers on the team, and and I guess we, so. We've we've sang after every game, after every practice. This we 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 go ahead and sing a hymn, and uh, on the bus it gets a little rowdy. All the guys are singing uh, Rihanna and all of that kind of thing. <laughs> Those <but>. aren't hymns. <laughs> Those are hymns to some people. I know. Well, we got to balance it out a little bit. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. yes. What, what are the more popular songs that you guys sing? Oh, so uh, actually, the the one that uh, we've uh, we've sung quite a bit uh, recently has been uh, a Fijian hymn that's uh, that's really cool. It's called Asakila. Uh, it means I know the Lord will make a way for me, mm. and uh, it's it's been a really cool experience. Kind of the the Fijian boys on the team taught whippies. us, and yeah, the whippies, and uh, and we've been singing that quite a lot. But uh, other than that, I mean, we're singing everything from. Uh, from Katy Perry to uh, <laughs> to <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> On one end, there's the gospel of Katy Perry and Rihanna, and then there's the Rihanna? Fijian hymns. Oh. It's Rihanna. I know, but Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna. Yes. <laughs> Luke, great to talk to you, man. Thank you so BYU much. BYU Sports Nation Karma on your way for uh, the match tomorrow in the Varsity Cup. And we have a new flag, I think you man. You the old flag. Oh, let's you do this the old thing. Flag. Flag. We want you to sign the new flag. Oh, I'd love to. We've been waiting for a South African to come in here, so we really appreciate you. I know. Well, we need a South African on the flag. Yes, that, that's what we need. Absolutely. Taking care of that right now. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar Whip Around, including a new member of the BYU men's basketball team. We'll tell you about that next. 
Go Springboks, right? Woo! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Jerem? Let's win it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Volleyball. BYU survives in five by beating UC Santa Barbara last night in the MPSF semifinals. Ben Patch had 32 kills in the match, third most in the rally era. BYU hosts UCLA in the MPSF championship tomorrow, 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Baseball. 24th ranked BYU baseball, the Batcats, the Mustache Mafia. Host Big East leading Creighton tonight at 8 Eastern. That's a top 30 matchup if you look at Collegiate Baseball Newspaper's latest rankings. Tanner Chauncey just joined us on BYU Sports Nation. He says it's not about just getting to a regional. They want to go to the College World Series. Whoa. Men's basketball. Guard Stephen Bayo, 6'3", from Richland, Washington, announced last night he will be attending BYU next year on scholarship. BYU has confirmed that today. He was a first-team All-State player in Washington, averaged 27 a game. Softball. BYU softball hosting conference-leading St. Mary's tonight at Gale Miller Field. A doubleheader tonight to hopefully avoid some weather concerns tomorrow. We will have BYU softball, the third game of that series, live on BYU TV. Rugby. Host the Varsity Cup semifinals tomorrow against Arkansas State. Three Eastern time. You can watch it live on the BYU Rugby YouTube channel. Fly half Luke Make joined the program. Said that Mexican food is the greatest thing that America has given to the world. <laughs> Tennis. Both the men's and women's tennis teams face St. Mary's this weekend. The women host the Gales today at 2 Eastern. The men currently playing in Moraga with matches underway. Both will play Pacific tomorrow as well. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout? Ben Patch with a Jimmer's worth of kills last night. Fantastic. Yeah, I heard you say that on the broadcast. I'm glad you brought it back. Very Bring well it played. Back. Very well played. Our elite tweet of the day answering this question. Other than football and basketball, which BYU team do you want to win a national title in the next calendar year and why? At Sir B. Rob says, baseball. It's Murica's pastime. And I'm a big fan of facial hair. Very nice. Thanks to Daniel Sorensen, Luke Maka, and Tanner Johnson. The show on demand, BYUSN.com. Download the podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Sean McNair.